Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of sunny San Francisco. It's episode 278 of the podcast. You can find us at our website at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can find us at Twitter at Bitch Talk Pod, Facebook, Bitch Talk Podcast, Instagram, Bitch Talk Podcast, or just email us at therealbtpod at gmail.com. What a beautiful day in the neighborhood, everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Angie, had to work, but you work I'm in a beautiful now. place. And I'm off now and I can go lay on the right. balcony. So You're super dark already. It's I, from I yesterday. <laughs> it's from yesterday. I went out for like half an hour. But I think too, uh, when you're over my, yeah, <laughs> I have a little. We're showing each little, other lines. Okay. Yeah, tan lines. Yeah, I see. A little bit. A little one. I see a change. Um, don't look at my legs though. You were getting tan at my uh, Memorial Day barbecue. Also, Are you sure that wasn't just arf, Asian red face? Yeah, no, no, no. Asian red chest? You were not <laughs> arfing that day. I don't remember. Um, yeah, we haven't been in the studio for a minute. We're missing, I miss it. We're missing Char. Uh, but, you know, our schedules are tight. So it's like where we can get it in to fit in. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> we will. That's what she said. I miss being in here. I do too. And I miss having guests in here and drinking whiskey with them. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Speaking of, let's talk about CamFest 36 really quickly. Um, it's one of the largest, if not the largest, Asian American, I'm going to say media festival because it's a lot of different medias, mm-hmm. mediums, media mediums. It's the most attended festival in San yeah. Francisco as well. It is? Mm-hmm. CamFest is? Out the of most all of the festivals? film festival, I believe. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Good for them. Uh, we were a part of their shenanigans this year. Probably so much more than we've... No, it is. It is so much more than we've done before. Um, and we really appreciate them asking us to be a part of the festival. Um, we uh, saw H.P. Mendoza's film Bitter Melon, uh, and then after we saw it and we chatted with him, we got to host his last Q&A over in Oakland at the Piedmont Theater, which was really special because I used to go there as a youngster with my family because that was the only theater super nerdy that would only play like you know indie films mm-hmm. so that's where i'd we never would go. been there yeah i was happy and it's old i've that, seen it I love i've driven it. by it a million times yeah. yeah so we got to host that to a big old room of filipinos <laughs> and asian americans <laughs> and that was so yeah it was so funny i loved it it was so much fun it was a lot of fun and one of Angie's friends who's been a supporter for bitch talk for a minute she didn't know we're i don't think she didn't no. know we were doing the q a yeah yeah but I saw her in one of their social media posts earlier. I'm like, I think that's Nurse Boogie, um, who's Angel's friend. And so then we we're doing the Q and A. I'm like, holy shit, she's right there. I was right. <laughs> she's like four seat or four rows up from us. So that was really fun. Um, but we love HP. He's been on the show before, way He'll back. Be back. He's coming back. Well, yeah, I'm gonna ask him to come in the studio soon. So hopefully that that will happen, and you'll get like a four hour conversation with him. I need to do a Costco run to get a bottle of whiskey for that conversation. We love Costco <laughs> the, now. The regular size whiskey won't do with no. HP. <laughs> no, and maybe a couple waters just for just for the hell Shits of it. And giggles, yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks to HP, he's very supportive of the podcast. We appreciate it. Um, we met a new person. Her name's Ruby Ibarra, and. Um, she kind of kicked our ass, really, in a really good way. Yeah. Uh, our friend uh, Dana introduced us, Radio Rehab, sorry, introduced us to her. I want to say a few weeks out of Camp Fest, 
and we're like, oh yeah, we'll check her out. And then all of a sudden we were hosting and moderating her Q and A for her documentary about the, I guess it's, it is it out already? Her video's out. The music video's yeah, 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 out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of the behind the scenes of, um, is it Nothing on Us or Us? Mm-hmm. And um, if you can find that in the Google machine, go for it. Um, she's a powerful girl. She's 25, woman. She's 25 years young and I don't know. She's, she's magical. Up. She's, yeah, she's going places. And she has, not only are her beats, mm. I mean, the music is really great, but her words, she has something to say. And, uh, yeah, it's really powerful, really powerful words. I listen to it almost every day, that song. Just like in the morning, it's listen to that song. shit and yeah. you'll be like, I'm about to fuck up this day. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're in the in the bathroom, you can't see me, but just like She's popping her and, collar, I yeah, think. Is that something. what you're trying to do? Sure. Well, or just like, you know, how they do the fits. I don't know. What do the kids call it? <laughs> how they do the fits. Wow. What? Yeah. It's your fits, mm-hmm. right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Flossing. I think. Is that still a thing? I don't know. We don't know anymore what the kids do. <laughs> Apparently, they, they sit on their iPhones at barbecues and don't talk to anyone. Anyways. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's how you can tell the uh, generation gap. The millennials, not I, but the millennials, <laughs> are on their phones and like tweeting about what they're currently doing versus talking doing and being it. part of the situation. <laughs> we did have a... <laughs> I and showed me this after our barbecue the other day, but uh, a friend of ours was kind of like not bragging to Ange, but like just like, hey, we're we have more. What did she say? We have more energy than the nineteen-year-olds at this party because mm-hmm. the, there's two nineteen-year-olds at our barbecue, twenty-year-olds, and we were dancing. We were breaking it down. Oh yeah, yeah, we're having we a were good time. It was a cookout. Then, yeah, and so that's why our friend was like, look, we have more energy than the kids at the party. And I was like, mm, no, this is just what they do that's now. That's how they express their energy, I think. <laughs> that's how they're, they're social. <laughs> Literally, they're sitting there on their phones and then maybe would look up. Yeah. But my boyfriend said he talked to them for a minute. They were sweet. They were they're sweet. very sweet girls. It was just funny. It's just a generational divide. Yes. I don't get it. But even when, because they were going to come down to watch, oh. I did a little fire dance towards the a end little. of the night. And, and they did a great fire dance. They were going to come down to watch. And even when they came down to watch, they were like looking at their phones. And, like, like, they couldn't like, leave already, the phone upstairs yeah. for like maybe I'd four minutes. Anyway, but they, they were just like came down and like looked at their phones. I was like, all right. All and right. then they left. That's enough. But we were <laughs> awake longer than they were. So. Mm-hmm. Up to at least there was two. still food to eat, so who's going to bed if there's still food to Dude, eat? Dude, your pasta salad. You kept shoveling. Because <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Until 2.30. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, I think at 11, I was like, I really haven't eaten today. I mean, I had yeah. a, I had two ribs and a hot dog. That yeah, was it. that's exactly what I ate. At like four. And like some cheese and shit. I didn't even really have any and of guac. that. guac. Yeah. Oh, and guac, of course. Um. Anyways, while I'm stuffing food in my mouth. Um, but Campfest was really special. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. We had a really good time. Um, I'm guessing that we'll be there next year. And um, yeah, it was a really special few weeks. And mm-hmm. we've talked about it before, and you've probably already heard us say this. But we both feel really in tune and connected with, <laughs> you know, our Asian culture, whatever it may be. Just really connected and really empowered by it. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be surrounded by people that are making moves and, and doing art and creating things with images of people that look like us. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> oh, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> anyway. uh, anyways, um, yeah, thank you. I can't believe it's over now. But uh, we did, if you haven't listened to our interview uh, with the director and really one of the stars, one of, I don't want to say she's the star, but one of the top tier stars of Love and Bananas, um, Lex Chalair and um, Ashley Bell. We interviewed them last week and um, it was really special and we continued the conversation off the mic. I know we mentioned that in the interview, but um, if you see that film anywhere and you really want to see it, go see it. It's really important. And we're going to Thailand. We're going to Thailand uh, yeah. to volunteer with the elephants. We may not come back. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. Which is fine. Hang out with Lek. She's really special. Um, I don't know. She's. It's, I guess maybe it's more about her than the elephants, really. It's her, the power of Lek and... And she's really making a dent in Southeast Asia, in, in particular Thailand, of saving the um, Southeast Asian elephants. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, that's the umbrella, right? The story is about saving the elephants and what's the tragic thing that's happening. But really the underlying story is of caring, being compassionate. I mean, the title is called Love and Bananas because Lex says we don't need a bullhorn to train them or to get them to do all they need is love and bananas. Right. So I, I feel like that's an undercurrent for like how we should really treat each other as well is mm-hmm. just with a little more understanding, compassion. compassion and try to understand where people are coming from before you start judging and start <laughs> fighting. And um, I think we'd be a lot better off. But if they're riding electric scooters, okay. On if the sidewalk, they're on an electric scooter, then no holds barred. The gloves yeah. are off. <laughs> hey, I don't care if you're on a e scooter. Don't get me started. But they're, don't be on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's what I'm pit because I rode one accidentally, and it's so <laughs> fucking fun. I w- I would have been like wee, but I was like, oh, not in. I just no ride it on the street. That's the thing that bothers me is it's dangerous because it goes fast. I and was you said going, it went fast really quickly. Yeah, it's I was not going, like it, I gunned it right away and it was almost at 20, 20 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's fun as fuck. But I was riding on the street, not on the sidewalk because that's fucking dangerous and stupid. Yeah. Well, they'll be gone June 4th. So see you later, e-scooters. It's been nice. I know you're coming back, but it'll Smell be nice you to later. not see you for a minute. Zuckerbergs. Yeah. Um, I was going to... What else? Oh, Warriors. Duh. Hello. What a fucking Ooh. game. I was already... Game. By halftime, I'm like, fuck it. I'm not watching this game. Yeah. It but was I, a little rough at the beginning. But their last game was as well. I know. When I came back. I had to walk out of the room and, and do some stuff in the kitchen and I heard that they were making shots. I'm like, that's cool. But I'm still going to like, I, I need to keep busy and not watch this and see them like go down. And then they didn't. And it was great. I wasn't worried ever. I knew they were going to win. Really? Yeah. With I E40? Did. I was feeling it. Yeah. You saw E40 sitting there. He's always there. Yeah. I love it. He's there. He was on the road games as well. He's just always out there. Yeah. I guess it's, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, we start Thursday night. I want Iguodala back. He I know. is a four. You notice him missing, mm-hmm. like defensively, and his energy, and he's just really cute. So, duh, they're all cute. It's kind of ridiculous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, how good looking all those guys are. <laughs> hey, uh, I love that Clay Thompson, but who doesn't? It's really funny to me though his hairline. It is just such a prominent, like the way his 
his hairline is just like a perfect <laughs> line. Like, in, you know what I mean? Look at it. Next I just time. like the, your just hair also did the straight. same thing for it's a minute. A very and, straight. I mean, it's <laughs> like a ruler, you know. And then they were like, yeah. I think he's cute, but it's just funny to me. And Sean hair Livingston's hair is always cute. It looks like the top of a pencil. It's a little <laughs> eraser head. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> it does. It's just like, boop. Um, and I love that little, is it Derek Bell? The new kid on the block? Oh, Bell, yeah. He's, he's working it. And he's good. Mm-hmm. Work it. There was a time yesterday I was like, Steve Kerr should just take out all those, but I know it's con- it would be controversial, but take out all those guys and just put in the second stringers and see what happened. Because the thing is, the first stringers on the other team don't know what to expect from the second stringers. Hmm. That would be my coaching. <laughs> That's my coaching. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no? You don't think so? Because they, they were not playing well. But he was waiting for them to get warm. They had to get hot. The only way to get hot is to keep playing. Take them. Okay. I don't know. I'm just trying to change it up. It felt hopeless. You're, you're looking at it me. It would not feel hopeless to me. Okay. They were always within 10 points. Well, maybe at some points a little more. Anyway, it's fine. We're going to the finals. And this is the fourth year in a row for both um, the Warriors and the Cavs. And this is the only time in any sort of professional sport that that's ever happened four years in a row. The same, the same teams battling it out. So I'm sure everybody else is sick of it. But of course, right. we're happy to see yeah. them in the finals. I didn't want to see them against the Cavs, but whatever. We'll make LeBron cry again. That's fine. <laughs> I'm okay with that. We'll go to the parade again. It's no big deal. Yeah. Um, it should be fun. Fun had by all. We need to get some press passes to the parade. You know people. I do know people. Hmm. All right. We'll start working on that, please. Yep. Uh, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> and done. Um, God, what else is happening out there that we haven't talked about? Everything. So much, but I don't know if you want to even talk about it. Roseanne? <laughs> is that... What else? I don't know what else. Roseanne getting canceled. Yeah, she's canceled. See you later. See you next S- Tuesday. Smell you later. Yeah. So, so, sorry, not sorry. Oh, fuck. We saw the movie Blindspotting, by the way, which doesn't oh, come out God. till mid-July. Just be on the lookout. Holy Jesus. So good. I was, uh, the next day I was texting Aaron, like, I'm still thinking about this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, it'll come out right after Sorry to Bother You. Yeah, like at least like it, two like, weeks it later. It backs on that and mm-hmm. um, it continues the story but tells it from a much more, um, R- from raw? a telescoped yeah. view of Oakland specifically. Yeah. But uh, shout out to Davi Diggs and Rafael Cazal, our boyfriends. <laughs> All right. They're, Our both your, they're both your boyfriends. Sure. I just um, appreciate from afar. Whatever. Uh, but it was, it's such a good film, and these guys have been working on it, I heard, about 10 years. So mm-hmm. good for them for getting it out there, and uh, good for Lionsgate uh, Films and Summit to pick that up. Hopefully we'll have interviews with those two closer to yes. the opening of that film. Uh, we'll interview, we're interviewing with someone, right? And it has to be them. They wrote to be the it. Two guys. They starred. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, that's such a good film. Oh, and we saw it. We saw it at Dolby um, in their lab. Oh, my God. That's a way to see a the movie. The seats, the sound. The sound. And, you know, it's an Oakland film, so they're bumping, like, Mac Dre and yep. shit. And the, the sound was so good. It was oh. so good. Yeah, it was interesting because we saw that film with a I felt like it was a bunch of 
tech people. Um, and yeah, from a lot Facebook younger. and Twitter. Yeah, we're the oldest people Aaron there. Aaron is like, we are the oldest people here. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are the oldest film goers here. Um, but the most of the story has to do with the gentrification of Oakland and a, a, about the tech industry. And it was just interesting to sit amongst the people that this film is sort of about. Mm. I'm interested to see what the feedback's been, if there's been any, or if they even understand that <laughs> this is this is the problem that they've created. Mm-hmm. Um, but really great film. Please go support that and sorry to bother you. That hasn't even come out yet and we've been talking about it, I feel, for like five months or at least a year. Um, did you did you hear about in Paris this uh, immigrant from Mali, this Malian man saved um, a baby that was dangling, a toddler that was dangling from a balcony? So that, so it happened in Paris. Wait, this feels like Michael Jackson. What's happening? No, it wasn't. Or, did blanket. we just go? No, it was Back to the Future. <laughs> no, what did we talk about? You know, this is a an immigrant story, immigrant oh, topic, and sure. it's a hot topic. And so. Um, this baby, this toddler was seen dangling from the fourth floor of this building and everybody's fucking freaking out like, what the fuck's going on? What's going on? So this guy, like without hesitation, just starts climbing up the side of the building like fucking Spider-Man and saves the baby and and pulls the baby up from the balcony. And so now they're calling him. He's from Mali. And so now they're calling him the Malian Spider-Man. Okay. And he uh, just came to Paris weeks ago uh-huh. as an immigrant living there illegally in search of, you know, refuge or whatever. Right. And so now Macron has not only given him a, a medal of honor or courage oh. or something like that, he's gotten a rush, rushed... Um, Citizenship? Not citizenship yet. What is it that Stephanie has? Uh, residency. Oh, so okay. they, they gave him residency and he's he's well on his way to become a citizen. Oh. And everybody's like, why the fuck was this four-year-old kid dangling from right. a balcony? His parents were gone. His dad wasn't even home. He was home alone. And his dad, so his dad apparently went to get groceries or something and then was playing Pokemon Go. That's why he wasn't home. He was like catching Pokemon. The father? Yeah. While he should have been catching his fucking son falling from a balcony. <laughs> Gotta catch were you just, him all. Were you just waiting to use that? <laughs> no, that just came joke. to me. That just came. You're all, oh, I gotta no, write I this gotta down for bitch talk. I, <laughs> no, what's the irony of him catching Pokemon? I, I understand. And this yes. Malian man is catching his son from a balcony. So anyway, okay, the kid is in authorities in with yes, the French authorities. Or that guy Thank should God. just adopt that kid, for God's sake. And, um, uh, what yeah. What's wrong? So... Don't tell me these stories. No, it's a good story no, I know, because I know. Uh, we're we're talking about immigrants being a hazard to society, and that's fucking bullshit. The conversation about immigrants immigrants being <laughs> sorry immigrants immigrants <laughs> being a, a danger and whatever to society is a goddamn bullshit. Fox News, whatever. Uh, if it weren't for immigrants. We wouldn't have food on our plates. Uh, right. N- nothing would be done. No one would be driving your Lyft, Uber, or taxi cabs. Um, nothing would be done here. Don't don't you tell me, you white people, that you're going to go and pick food out in fucking where Fresno mm-hmm. and tell me and be okay with only making maybe $15 an hour and probably no benefits. 15 is generous. I know. I'm just, I'm hoping that that's yeah. how much you make. Don't tell me that's the job that you want or that you're going to line up for, or you're going to be those guys lining up at six in the morning, hoping to get a contractor job. Don't tell me you're going to be that guy. Um, Cause I don't see you out there. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. hot topics. 
yeah. I was just talking about this with I'm fired up because I was talking about that with our hairdresser Audrey Darling Audrey Darling at Public uh, Public Barber Salon in North Beach please go see her she's fucking awesome even if you just just pay to sit there with her for 30 yeah, minutes because like the a, conversation is lovely always, always. jinx, jinx. <laughs> I think we've been doing this for way too long. Anyway, I wasn't saying this as a, as a story that was sad. I was saying it as I know. Look, it a, a, he first of all, he saved this child and he's a hero, yeah. and and he also might be a superhero. Right? He is for sure. Okay, good for him. Twenty two year old, you know, just without hesitation. You know, so I think I'm more beautiful. Ups- I'm more upset about the father. Oh, the that father, portion of the story, right? He was playing Pokemon Go. I'm not lying. God of fucking Jesus. Don't get me started about... That's still a If thing. you need a license to drive a car, you should have a license to have a kid. Mm. I thought you were going to say you need a license to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> but yes. No, not at all. You should have to pay, uh, pass a test. Any Like a basic human decency. Yeah. A basic... You, you should True or false. To, you, should uh, go, you should leave your four-year-old... They should talk to the, the people that are closest to this person. Yeah. Like, who's your best friend? Who are your parents? Right. Who are your siblings? Check their social media for Yeah. That's an easy one. Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you just have like a checklist of like three or four things. Social media. Talking with four friends. Talking with four family members. What was the other one? Oh, and a true or false test. Right. Basic yeah, human it. decency test. Empathy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the new society that <clears throat> Angie and I are creating. Well, you know, I am a woman of the cloth now. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. I will be performing marriage at the end of July. Mel- Mel- marriage, marriage, marriage. Together, yeah. today. Love, love, love. Fuck, that's a good idea. Duh. I should channel Princess. Pride. No, maybe not because. It- they would like it, I think. The thing is, when you said that, that you that you can perform marriages, I'm like, maybe whenever I get married, I should do mine. I'm like, I'll be laughing the entire time. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what hey, you would I'm say. I'm very serious. I, I can be hard No, You'll no. be crying. Yeah, I'll be crying I'll and laughing. Cry. Yeah. And farting. Um, that's a given. <laughs> so that's any day. Yeah. That's just like right now. <laughs> so what's the difference? No, uh, uh, a really good friend of mine, I was very honored. Uh, she asked me... Th- if I would perform her her wedding, a very intimate affair in their backyard, so I became a woman of the cloth. Cute, yeah. So uh, I'm excited. So when and I'm available for private parties. She all and I will also plan the party and and be the party afterwards. So you don't you want go. all of that father sh- party or mother party. <laughs> I try to think of like my pastor name. Father party. Why does it have to be father? I know. <laughs> My alter egos are always men. Men, yeah. What does this mean? Past life. Father, Father party. Father. Father. Mother. Oh, we'll think of something. Mother. Sister party. No. Mother What's... mischief. Mother of mischief. <laughs> Is that a new band? Well, Manila mischief. I love that. Yeah. Father right. party. Also, not only can you plan the party, then you can, or the wedding, and you can also be the officiant. You can also be the entertainment when you do your fire dancing. <laughs> It's all in one, everybody. I'm exhausted now just thinking about that. Yeah. Uh, Ange did teach us how to fire dance a little bit in my yep. backyard. She got some fire in just her Just a little. I'm proud of you. It was scary, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, You were it. happy. Me and Steven, it's my a, neighbor. It's a good arm workout, too. It is. Keep it's, your guns in check. Well, 
they're checking me. Yeah, we basically had the same party we had at New Year's Eve in the same three people. The last, yep, the, the last, last of the Mohicans. Somehow, I get real tired in the afternoon, yo's, but then around like nine, ten o'clock, I can hit that second wind, and then I'm always the last one. Well, you and Annika were up, but I was up till two. I was proud of myself. I was proud of you, too. And I wasn't drunk. Just tired. Well, I couldn't say the same, but... Yeah. Well, the best <laughs> is the next morning, our... Our neighbor, Stephen, was like, oh, yeah, did those two go- end up going to the bar? I'm like, no, I really tried to squash that down. I'm like, we have drinks here, ladies. And I love that when you got up to the apartment and onto the couch, you're like, well, I could just go either way now. Yeah. I could just put my pajamas on. <laughs> that damn couch sucks you in. Yeah, I got some good photo- creeper photos of Ange sleeping. I know. I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> At least you didn't share that. Oh, no, I'm not going to share that. Only at special times with special you, people. It sucks you right in. Yeah, it's great. I have a tendency to sleep Do all you understand day why... I don't go out now like that. It's just the couch. Yeah. The L-shaped couch and Netflix. God damn it. So back to business. California voters. June 5th. It's coming up. Uh, we wanted to point you back to an episode, which we will repost for your uh, listening pleasure. But uh, we had back in January, uh, Gail McLaughlin, who's running for lieutenant governor of California. And um, she needs a lot of votes uh, by June 5th or on June 5th to be able to be on the ballot in November. So please listen to our interview. We're not going to tell you how to vote, but you should vote for her. Uh, clearly. She's clearly. a clear choice. <laughs> she is a clear choice. She's a progressive. She really is. She, She's, uh, uh, I think, an independent, registers independent. She's not a Republican. She's not a Democrat. She's an independent. And um, we love her. And she's someone that should be in politics. So that's episode 242, way back in the archives, but we will repost that so you can listen to it before you vote next uh, Tuesday. But uh, before you do that, we just want to say thanks for listening. Hope you had a nice Memorial Day weekend. Hope maybe you had a longer weekend than Memorial Day like me and enjoyed some more sun and maybe just not watching the news (laughs) so you can feel feel normal. And uh, we'll talk soon. Bitch, please.